everyone, this is Liz, and I'm here to tell you what's coming up on the Popping Collars feed for August 2021. The Popping Collars regulars are on summer vacation this month, so we're bringing you a very special crossover episode we recorded with the hosts of the Being Truly podcast. Hear what happens when the longest running Episcopal pod meets the new kid on the block. Greg has a great new interview this month with Edson Oda, the writer and director of the new film, Nine Days. They talk about beauty, truth, and the afterlife on a new edition of Under the Stole. Things get a little dark on Going on 30 this month. Betsy and Greg try to survive the Stephen King thriller, Misery. Stephen McHale is back on The Sacred Six this month to talk about Help, the soundtrack for the second Beatles movie. Finally, it's that time again. Ricardo and I are here to help you figure out what you need to be reading now in a brand new episode of the Poppin' Collars Book Club. Thanks for listening and keep those collars popped. Hello, friends. My name's Greg Knight, and I like watching, thinking about, and talking about movies. And one of the great things about starting your own podcast is that there are some days where you get to actually talk to the creators of those movies. This is one of those days. This month, I got the chance to talk to Edson Oda, the writer and director of a film called Nine Days. Letterbox.com says it's a story where a reclusive man conducts a series of interviews with human souls for a chance to be born. I'll tell you that this is a beautiful, thought-provoking meditation on what makes life precious, starring an impressive cast, including Winston Duke, Zazie Beetz, Benedict Wong, Tony Hale, Bill Skarsgård, and more. So what inspired the story for this young director's first feature film? Find out as I keep things under the stole with Edson Oda. But before we chat, here's the trailer. You are being considered for the amazing opportunity of life. selected you will have the chance to be born in a fruitful environment where you can grow develop and accomplish am i dead i wouldn't say you're alive or dead are you the boss i would say a cog in the wheel <laughs> how long is this process if you make it until the end Nine days. Your senses will become unbearably sharper and stronger. <laughs> it's your new beginning. You'll never remember me or anything else that happened in this place. Ah. But you still be you. Every single day, someone hurts someone else. Every single day, someone takes someone else's life. Why are you focusing on that? 
Why are you not focusing on that? You've been here a few days, but you've lived every second. Are you afraid? Of what? Um, first off, uh, before we get started, congratulations on oh, the thank film. You. Thank you. This has been quite the journey for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been kind of a long, a long process for this film. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was right. Were you? Did you watch from home? Were you able to? I did. I did. I watched it on a screener. Um, okay. you know, at home. But I'm actually the way that it was shot. I'm actually kind of curious to see it on a screen. Um, yeah, go see I've it. I've got a theater. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've got a theater nearby that's going to that's going to have it. And so, yeah, so I think all the six you're going to yeah. be able to watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think this. Yeah, it, it's it, you can see it, you know at home, but I feel like this this movie was made for a big, big screen. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So I always start off these interviews. Um, I don't necessarily want to do your entire bio. So I always start off with the question of what was the event in your life or the story that happened to you that made you think, this is what I want to do. I want to be a filmmaker or I want to make movies or I want to tell stories. What, what mm-hmm. was kind of the, the catalytic, the catalyst event for that? Yeah. Interesting. I was, um, I was born and raised in Brazil and um, I used to work in advertising. I always had this kind of a, when I was younger, um, it was like, um, what do I do? You know, what what, what career I follow? And then it was between you know, sociology, psychology, and some things, some things that I felt like, oh, this, this has to do with like a greater good, you know, give something to someone. And then I also like love, you know, um, things that we can just, you know, have fun and, and exercise my creativity. And then it felt like uh, advertising was uh, a way to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I chose advertising at the time. And, um, you know, it just like was telling stories and to other brands, you know, to sell Coca-Cola and, uh, you know, all this uh, products. And, and but, uh, but at some point in my career, I just, um, you know, um, I took a, a course at a, a program at USC, um, a, a, a summer program. And then, you know, we, we just need to, you know, um, make a short film. Mm-hmm. And the short, you know, just screen and the big screen. And uh, why I was screening the big screen it was just like so magical in a way that telling my own stories and people are like relating to that stories. And it, it wasn't like, uh, the purpose of that wasn't like, you know, uh, um, selling, you know, soft drinks, sodas, or, you know, uh, cars or anything, but it was just solely the purpose of that was just like people watching it and uh, being touched by that somehow and connect with uh, what was on the screen, you know, and it felt very, pretty magical. And at the same time was, there's this kind of sense of receiving and giving something to people, you know, Um, and I went back to Brazil you know, and, and it felt like, uh, it's, this feels bigger. This mm-hmm. feels right somehow. It, it, it was, it felt difficult as well, like to become a filmmaker, especially, you know, being Brazilian, you know, and, uh, and, but I felt like I, I gotta, you know, I gotta take a chance. And, and then I, I decided to come to the U S uh, for my 
Master in Fine Arts program at USC. Yeah. Uh, well, I imagine it's terrifying, especially like when you when you have something that you know you can do and yeah. you could stay in that lane, but to yeah. let go of that, to give up that control and try something uh-huh. totally different. And 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 and, and, and it was I, I was I was having a successful career in adverts. And that that was the thing. Like, I think it was like my the peak of my career at the time. And uh, but it it was almost like it, it it's it's almost like a calling, you know. You know you have to do it, but you and, and there's nothing you can do about it unless you, you, you do it. I just felt mm-hmm. like that. I would be frustrated for the rest of my life if I didn't. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Can I ask you about Brazilian sort of filmmaking for a second? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. since, you, since you come from that world, I'm always, I'm always kind of curious. So, uh, to be fair, I'm, only, I'm, I'm limited to uh, whatever Brazilian stuff kind of makes it up here to America. But I'm uh-huh. thinking of things like Baccarat, you know, a couple of years ago, yeah. or like yeah. um, 3%. Uh, Narcos. No, Narcos yeah, was, a, Narc- it, it was, it was directed by Brazilian, actually. Yeah, right. yeah. But, right. And the, and the, but it wasn't about, yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't made. Like all of these things, and, and even your movie, Nine Days, all of mm-hmm. these things seem to have like this common denominator of like something, like a really creative way of looking mm-hmm. at the world. You know, it's like, okay, so so we've got the concept we want to talk about, whether it's class or race or, you know, uh, American exceptionalism or whatever it is that we're going to talk about. Like, um, but how can we kind of shift everything to look at it in a from a different point of view? Like, do you see that as a common thing amongst Brazilians? Yeah, that's a, that's such a kind of kind thing for you to say, you know, in, in the... I feel like, you know, Brazilian filmmakers or creative people, they're so creative and special in a way that, you know, like uh, movies, as, as you said, those movies, but also like, you know, Seat of God or like Center Station, you have like, and uh, it, it, it's interesting because uh, most of the, the most creative, you know, people I know, like they're Brazilian in a way that, and the creativity, I don't know where it, it's, it's so much about like playing with the the tools that we have mm-hmm. because you know sometimes we don't have all the you know uh, resources and you know big things but we just have to you know figure out how to you know solve a problem or how yeah. to you know uh, uh, um, um, how, how how to convey that emotion with what you have at the moment you know so I think that that's a great you know uh, uh, territory for creativity to flourish somehow mm-hmm. and um, and at the same time, we are so diverse. There are so many, you know, uh, people from different backgrounds and ethnicities and races. And, and, and I think, like, it's a, it's a place where things are just mixed up in a way that they, they not just coexist, but they kind of interact with one another somehow. So I think it's, it, it's all come from that. And, and, and also because there, there's something about Brazilians. I, I'm not, not going to want to go like into the stereotype but it, there's so much about like trying to understand the other and try to somehow you know uh, 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 um, interact with the other and there's this kind of uh, you know uh, the curiosity of learning mm-hmm. with the other person I guess so I think that all yeah part of uh, what, you, what, you, what you're saying yeah well I mean that's a perfect segue to talk about your film nine days mm-hmm. which we you know um which is to say that you know what you were saying when you were talking about um the kind of well let's let's use what we've got like yeah. there is that kind of 
DIY feel a little bit to nine days and you even have the characters doing it. Right. So um, not Uh to spoil anything, but at some points the characters have to kind of create experiences for other characters. And it Uh has that kind of, okay, so let's figure out what do we have? What are our resources and how are we going to make this happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the one word that always gets thrown out, like in every review that I've read of nine days, the word that shows up all the time is that it's beautiful. It's the beauty of the film. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah, no, that, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a, that, that's a great, great compliment actually. Yeah. Like, do you think of the film that way? Do you, did you, when you were conceiving it, were you kind of focused on, okay, so how do I take, like the Utah landscape or this mm-hmm. wall of televisions, how do I make this beautiful? Because it doesn't necessarily feel like it when you're, when you're thinking yeah. of it and, and just. Yeah. It's interesting because beauty, it, 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 it's so interesting you say that because uh, these days it was just having conversation with friends about like beauty and the concept of beauty. What is beauty, you know? And um, it's so in the eyes of the person who sees it, but, it, but for me, it was just, uh, but I, I wanted it to be visual somehow, you know, mm-hmm. somehow be a, a visual experience and not, not necessarily like beautiful experience because that's the only like, you know, the, the audience can tell, but, uh, uh, but, but I, I want it to be visual in a way that it, it, they would see something they're not very used to, to see. Mm-hmm. And, um, or even things like they possibly they see, but they, they kind of don't pay attention to, to those things, you know, and then, and I felt like okay, the 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 South Flats, the the desert um, landscapes are can be one of those things, you know, because it, it's so. Um, actually, you can can go there and see, or can just like you, you know watch some videos about that. But uh, but we we my my intention is just showing a way that okay, I haven't thought about it the, that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and all the other things, you know, like for example, the TVs, the wall of TVs. That that thing, like I, I was I was curious about, that, but I never. Um, I never thought about gonna gonna make something beautiful. Uh, it was more like I, I'm curious to see how those elements they they will be when they're together, you know. And then it's more like about the 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 fun and, and of of just like putting those those things together and say let's see what what happens. And then what it happened, I say like oh I, I like what I see, you know. They're vi- visually appealing and, and very interesting, and make me feel some things. And then I think that. The beautiful, you know, aspect of it is just, it's not in my hands, but in people who watch it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how, how, I, how I thought about it. Yeah. Um, the word that I wrote down, which is probably kind of different, I wrote down mm-hmm. the word fragile with oh. your movie. Yeah. Because it kind of feels like a lot of it has to deal with the fragility of life a little bit. Mm-hmm. How precious everything is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're you've got some characters that have to make some hard decisions. Um, and the alternative to sort of strength is their fragility, their vulnerable yeah. Uh, yeah. natures. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if you're, how much of that was in your head where you were thinking about, well, what's the tension between these two things? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it, it, it was uh, in my head all the time, you know, and, and, and it's interesting because, uh, 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 I, I really like the the word you use fragile because it, it goes with uh, another word that I was thinking all the time, which is uh, vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. and, and vulnerability is just like you know you 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 uh, you okay 
with yourself not being strong all the time. You're okay mm-hmm. with yourself being weak. Uh, and, and, and it's interesting because fragility, not necessarily, and, and even when I say like weak, it doesn't, I think doesn't have the same sense of uh, 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 something that's bad or something that's, you know, and, and fragile. So I think we, we always try to, uh, to, to read those words as something that you have to avoid. Mm-hmm. Because you need to be strong. You need to be, you know, know everything and anything like those, those like being vulnerable, being fragile. Uh, I think kind of the theme of the, the movie is pretty much being fragile, being vulnerable, being going through difficult times. That actually is one of, it's a part of being strong as well, you know? So it's kind of a, uh, uh, it's not that one is better than the other one, but it's like, it's, it, there are just conditions of what makes us human, you know, somehow. So uh, yeah, I, I really like you bringing that up because pretty much it's it's where... Uh, most of you know my energy emotions in writing nine days come from i guess so then i guess my question for you is do you see do you see this as a hopeful story because there's another way of seeing it where you know there's also this this kind of mm-hmm. tension where it's like there is sort of hope and love and beauty mm-hmm. um which we've talked about to this point yeah. but then there's also this other side of you know many are called but few are chosen so. But I, I think, you know, uh, um, it's hopeful. It's, it's a word that focuses just in the, you know, in, in, in I think the goal of like, the hope and feel like, okay, so is there a happy end, you know, for this? And, 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 and it's tricky, but, 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 but I feel like it's half, half, you know, it's just like, uh, is it, and like life is, you know, because we, we, I think we, we like to, and I do as well to think life as uh, either happy or not, either, you mm-hmm. know, have a ha- uh, happy life or people ask like, are you happy? Or, you, 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 and, and it's not like that. It's just like, we go through so much. And I feel like uh, um, when you see like hope, uh, yeah, it's, it's hopeful, but also it talks about moments that are not very hopeful. Mm-hmm. And um, for example, even when you say like, Oh, it's sad that people weren't not able to, you know, to to uh to go to real world and all stuff but if you see okay they have nine days it's just like a a terms of a a a matter of time because we're kind of in the same situation they are you know if someone if another race or something like a more evolved you know a a creature watches us and see like oh this these guys they just have to live like 90 years you know 90 years and though that race like would live like 900 years or something, they would like be very, you know, oh, poor, poor creatures or something. So it's, it's just like, a, a, like them, they have their time and they can even in a short period of time. And I think that's what, spoiler alert, what Emma figure out is that she, in that like nine day period, she, she was able to live a full experience, you know. Mm-hmm. She doesn't regret that. So I think that 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 I think that's the hopeful part of Nidus. Is is it's pretty much like a a a, a matter of perspective mm-hmm. more than anything. I think. Yeah, it's interesting. Just working in a place of of faith. So working at churches mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so much of what people think about is this fear of oblivion, this fear of yeah. non-existence, right? Yeah. That sort of existential yeah. crisis. And yeah. so yeah. they create narratives for themselves to convince themselves that they're going mm-hmm. to live on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the fact that your film can help kind of embrace the oblivion 
it's yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's comforting, right? It's yeah, and it's interesting because it could even exist a word that it's oblivion, but also it could be something after mm-hmm. that. But they don't mention it. So if right. because they don't mention it, don't create the narrative, you pretty much assume that there is nothing. But it could yeah. be something. But uh, I do, yeah, I, I'm 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 the same way, you know. And I think uh, uh, the fear of no existence is just terrifying to me. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of that fear, um, I kind of joked earlier about the journey that your mm-hmm. film has been on, but it's, I mean, you're talking about when did you, you were at Sundance 2020, right? Oh, Sundance in, 2020, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you've had, so gosh, what else was there? Promising Young Woman. And, Promising Young Woman, Minari was there. Uh, to, oh, Minari, yeah. Minari um, was there. So, uh, father. Father was 40 there. year old version was there. Yeah. So like uh-huh. all of these films have had their life and have lived their time. And uh-huh. here's nine days just kind of floating. Do you yeah. feel like, um, do you feel like this journey that your film has been on kind of mirrors the narrative of your film a little bit that, that you're that, waiting for life? That's in the so market interesting. Place? I never thought of all that, but that's so, so smart comparison. You know, <laughs> actually we, <laughs> we are, we are in the limbo, you know, we're we're kind of well, you know. We're, I mean, what was that like, like for you? Just kind of waiting for the film to to make it to the market. Well, the, waiting the film itself, it, it was it was for me as a personal experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I didn't the, didn't bother me. You know, waiting like um, I think we we're just waiting for the. Uh, it, there's there's no time better than this one because it, it's it's it, it needs to be as as you as as you're talking you know earlier we just needs to be seeing the big screen you know yeah and I feel like now that people you know are more comfortable to go and see watching the big screen they I think they will have like a, a blast they're gonna have a like a very uh, unique experience like just going and watching this specifically this movie you know coming out from you know difficult times as we we're, we're you know, gradually coming out coming out from but and, and personally yeah it didn't matter it's it's interesting I'm, I'm not a guy who who likes the, the attention that much mm-hmm. so even at sundance i feel like okay yeah it's, it's good and but it's more like i want just people to watch the film so it was mm-hmm. it was a good break just to think about the process and everything was going through and uh, i'm not never in a rush in, in terms of doing the i've been waiting like uh i started this movie when I moved to the U.S. somehow, you know, even though it wasn't writing it, but I think my journey of making this movie started, you know, just like eight years ago. So it's just waiting like one year or, you know, two years for me was like, uh, it wasn't that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's that, good. Um, so I, I was going to uh, get you out of here on this. We always kind of wrap up our show. We have, um, an ongoing kind of segment that we do called uh, Staff Picks. We kind of imagine ourselves back in the day when there was a blockbuster video and we would all kind of put on the shelf uh, what it was that we were recommending for people to check out. So if you had a pop culture shelf and uh, you had your name on it and you were like, this is what I would love for folks to watch and it can be anything in popular culture, what would be the thing that you would recommend? What would your staff right now? Yeah, show right or anything. Yeah, go watch Cobra Kai. Cobra <laughs> Kai is good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and it's actually not everyone. But I think now it's more popular because of Netflix. But I think I remember at that time I was watching YouTube. I felt like so, you know, uh, oh, I know about this show. And then everyone now is kind of know. But I think not everyone. But uh, yeah, it was a show that I, 
you know, it's just so, it, I, I'm really a big fan of animes and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, they, uh, it, it's so exciting, you know, and the journey and the mythology and I cry every time I watch and see like flashbacks of Miyagi, you know, uh, and yeah, so it's, it's fun. It's very That's different for Nightmares. so yeah. funny you say that. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> In the middle of watching Cobra Kai right now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, and what I always think every time we watch an episode, I turn to my wife and I'm like, it kind of has a 90210 kind of feel. <laughs> it's like that kind of yeah. drama with like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, nostalgia. It's, it's kind of a yeah. It's very naive, you know, in a good way. I think mm -hmm. it makes me think of my, you know, like a younger year. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's a great pick, Edson. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Um, I got to tell you, uh, one of the one of my favorite things that Roger Ebert ever said in a film review was when he was talking about The Gray, that Liam Neeson movie. Uh, and he said, you know, um, this movie is going to sit with me for a long time and your movie is going to sit with me for a long time. I think, <laughs> but I think about your movie a lot. So congratulations. Is Roger Ebert saying that in a good way or in a bad I way? I think so. I think so. Yeah, okay, you know, it's okay. one of those where it's like, it's one of those movies that it's just like, you just keep oh, kind great. of coming back to. And thank you. Oh, cool. Cool. So. Awesome. Cool. Um, thank you so, so much. Congratulations yeah, on the film. It was great talking to you. Yeah. A lot yeah, of fun. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate bye -bye. it.